Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is what to do when you've lost yourself in motherhood and marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and it's actually a happy place on Facebook, so I hope you'll join us. Also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. I'm really proud of this guide. It's something that will help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. And in case you didn't know, self-care is the very first step that you could take to feel better in motherhood, in marriage. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about what to do when you've lost yourself in motherhood and marriage. I know I don't need to tell you, we moms have so many responsibilities The children that we're raising, our houses that need cleaning, our marriages that need tending to, families to nurture, careers to manage, friendships to cultivate, and so much more. Deadlines are constantly looming. Do the laundry, do the dishes, make the lunches, balance the checkbook, make the dinner, plan the birthday party, get to school on time, get to work on time. All the things. It's exhausting just talking about it. Being a mother is absolutely constant. It never stops. And there is just more written on each one of our daily to-do lists than is humanly possible to achieve. And if that's not frustrating enough, we're supposed to make motherhood look easy, right? And show up to every function smiling and look like we just stepped off the cover of a magazine. But how is all of this possible when we have so much to do? Where are we supposed to find the time and energy to do everything that we have to do? Like something has to give, right? And often what we women give up is our own personal pursuit of the things we love, our passions and interests. And we do this lovingly and with the intention of being there for our husband and our children. But the problem with this is that it causes us to slowly lose sight of who we are. We become so immersed in all of this responsibility that all of those things that we used to love to do with our free time are long gone because we don't even know what free time looks like anymore. Or if you've ever been lucky enough to get some free time, you spend the whole time trying to figure out what to do. Have you ever been there? Oh my gosh, totally happened to me. I think many of us go through a period of being lost. Maybe it's even just a rite of passage in how things work. But when we realize it, that means it's time to be found again, time to be rediscovered. So how do we do that? There's a lot of different ways, tons of different ways that we could talk about. But today I just want to focus on one specific way of doing it, a a fun way. Today I'd like to approach this topic by talking about reconnecting with our creativity and our passions, with getting our spark back, 
with remembering what we love and what brings us joy and what brings a smile to our face. I want to give you permission to do this. And I also wanna show you that this permission doesn't just come from me, it comes from God, our creator. You know, God is the original creator. He made you and he made me and he made, gave each one of us unique gifts and talents and passions. I'm passionate about certain things, you're passionate about other things, and then the next person next to us is passionate about other things. And that's okay, like that's how he made us. And we are gifted with the ability to pursue our passions. And I think we honor God when we pursue our passions. In fact, I love what author Julia Cameron says, creativity is God's gift to us. Using our creativity is our gift back to God. So if we look at it this way, we can see that pursuing our passions and creativity is not a luxury, although it sure can feel like it, but I think that God loves receiving back from us the gifts of our creativity, and we love it too. But if we don't take time to work on our passions and our creativity, we might lose that passion and purpose and find ourselves trying to give in our lives from an empty glass. So my message for you today is that you don't have to give up your passions once you become a wife and mother. In fact, it's vital that you don't. Because pursuing our passions and creativity makes us better able to take care of our families. It helps us be better parents and wives, for sure. So the question is, what do you love to do? What do you enjoy? What makes you smile? What brings you joy? Do you know what you love to do without even thinking about it? Could you just come up with an answer really quick like that? So many of us get stuck here. And if you get stuck here trying to answer these questions, which I do want you to write these questions down and answer them. But if you get stuck, if you feel like you're just looking at a blank piece of paper, take some time, please, to consent, continue to think about it. Don't just give up on it. It's actually really important. And if you can't think of things that you enjoy doing right now, maybe go back and remember what you used to love doing when you were a child. What did you play with? What activities did you participate in? Who did you play with? What kind of people you know, did you surround yourself with? Go back and look at those things to help give you a little bit of a jump start. They'll help get your creative juices going. And you can also look at other things that you did before you were married and had children as an adult. Like what did you do in your free time before you had children and a husband even. It could be reading a good book or writing or gardening or painting or making jewelry, uh, scrapbooking. I remember I used to love scrapbooking before I had kids. <laughs> drawing. I love to draw. You guys, it's so silly, but I love to draw like kid drawings, like elementary kindergarten drawings. And I do it and I send them to my nieces and nephews sometimes. It's just something fun that I like to do. What about like daydreaming? Like maybe sometimes you just like to sit outside on a nice day and just kind of daydream about something of the future. And of course, traveling. Um, many of us love traveling, exploring new places. So take some time to reflect on what kinds of things that you did for fun before you were married and had children. I ask my clients to make a list like this and keep it somewhere easily accessible so that you can add to it over time because you'll be surprised once you get going on a list like this, things will come to your mind. Oh, I should add that to my list. And, and the point of that is 
getting to know yourself better, which is always nice. And also, if the list can be handy for you, then when you get like a little smidge of free time, you can look at it and get an idea for how to spend your time instead of wasting your free time trying to figure out what to do with it, right? But not only that, in addition to that, we want to get intentional about incorporating these things into our lives. You guys, happiness does not happen haphazardly. Finding joy in motherhood and marriage doesn't just happen on accident. We need to be intentionable, excuse me, intentional about going for it. And yes, you do have time for enjoyment and happiness more than you think. Because here's a little secret you might not know, but maybe it will ring a bell when I share it with you. When you are feeling happy and positive and energetic, things in life are easier. Things go flow better. Things get done faster. But when we're tired and unhappy and uninspired, doesn't it seem like everything is hard and everything takes longer and everything is so frustrating? Like this literally has to do with your state of mind. And so it's so vital that we take care of our mind and our passions and our creativity so that we can come into our lives from an inspired state. It will make everything better. So one thing that I absolutely love to do is connect with nature. And so I asked for a membership to our local botanic garden years ago for Mother's Day so that I can go walking there whenever I want. And so now that's the easy part, right? Like receiving the gift is the easy part. The hard part is actually making the time to get there, being intentional, scheduling it on the calendar, making time to do something that I love to do. And I know sometimes we find all of the excuses to get in the way, right? But it is okay for us to call on our helpers, our husband, our family, our friends. The people who love us are happy to help us in this way. They're happy to help us Take a few minutes so that we can enjoy ourselves and come back to our lives refreshed. If you take care of yourself in this way, you are going to feel happier and you're going to function better as a mother and a wife. And as an added bonus, this creativity is going to spill over into your marriage and your parenting. So I thought I'd share a couple examples with you on that. Like maybe your marriage could benefit from something fresh. If your creative juices are flowing because you're taking care of your own creativity and passions, you might be able to think up a fun new date night idea or maybe a fun surprise for your husband. I thought I'd share with you one way that my husband and I used our creativity was a few years ago when a date night didn't go as planned. And I still remember this and I'm still talking about it, you guys. It made that such an impact. But we, the plan was to go out to dinner and bowling at one of those places where you just like make one reservation for both and you have dinner and then you get to go bowling. And so the dinner reservation went fine, but then there was going to be an hour wait to bowl. So like something went wrong in the timing and we just didn't want to wait there for an hour. So instead of giving up completely on this date night, we came home and made the night special from there. We told the kids when we got home that we were still on our date and that we were not to be bothered. And we grabbed a bottle of wine and went into the basement to be alone and we started putting a puzzle together. We had so much fun and great conversation. And then I ended up framing the puzzle for him and hanging it up in the basement. And so this this puzzle now is like this ongoing reminder of this wonderful date night that we had. And 
I think that creativity is part of what played a role in that because we said, well, what can we do instead? And we found another plan. And so I just want to encourage you in this way. And now another way that this creativity and passion can help you is in your parenting. We definitely need more creativity in our parenting sometimes, you guys, because our kids, sometimes we find ourselves in like a power struggle and we get sucked into the power struggle. But I'm here to tell you, if you can back out of the power struggle struggle, and pull in your creative juices instead, you are going to have a much better, more successful, more enjoyable time parenting. So maybe you need to, to get a little bit of change in your schedule with your kids. Like maybe you need to consider a dinner picnic in the living room instead of eating at the table. Or maybe you need to try out a new park instead of the regular old park, like trying something new just to change things up, right? This is really silly, but one of my most favorite creative parenting moments was the time I convinced my daughter to put her socks on by having her put them in the freezer first. No lie. She said she didn't want to put them on because they were too hot. So putting them in the freezer to cool them off was my creative solution to get her to comply. And it totally worked and it averted the power struggle. So I think, again, filling up my passion well and my creativity well is what helps me to handle that situation with her because we can't give from an empty well. It's really hard to be creative in our lives when we're all just dried up. Our joy and our happiness multiply when we allow ourselves to pursue our passions and fill ourselves up. It makes us better humans, better mothers, and better wives. And so this is my call to you to get back out there and do what you love to do. Make that list of things that you love, things that you enjoy, things that bring you pleasure, and then schedule time on your calendar on a weekly basis. Actually, you guys, on a daily basis, there should be something that you look forward to. There should be something you look forward to every single day on your calendar. And then those can be like the little small things and then schedule maybe like one big thing every week or two and even bigger things every month. Whatever will give you what you need to feel filled up. It'll be different for all of us. So I hope that this resonates and I hope that it helps. If it did resonate with you and you are ready to go from barely surviving in life to majorly thriving, let's set up a time to chat. Message me so I can help you. In the meantime, remember, I have created the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care to help you feel like your best self every day. You're going to find that on my website. And don't forget to join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much. I'm going to see you guys next week.